partnering with God for your child's spiritual growth. Sometimes, or a lot of times, we're going to encounter obstacles along the way. Schedules change and what worked before doesn't work anymore. It's summer holidays or vacation time and your schedule is temporarily thrown out of whack. Kids change, suddenly they're no longer interested in praying or reading the Bible, or they just grow up and they need to start spending time with God on their own and not just with you. So how do you navigate those big and small shifts without giving up in frustration? Instead of getting discouraged, you go through the growth path again. You can do this because the growth path isn't a linear path. It's more like a cycle that you can use over and over again as your family grows up. I'll explain what this means, and then I'm going to give you some examples. So first you start at the seed stage and you figure out what you want and what's getting in your way. What's your why and what are your obstacles? If you want, you can go through the seed stage videos and homework again, but either way, take both of these questions to God. Ask him, what do you want for our family in this season and what's getting in our way? Then surrender that to him. So next you head to the sprout stage. Ask God what is one little habit you can implement that will help your family or your child get to where they need to be. Once you've figured out the smallest possible version of the habit, then you make sure to pair it with an anchoring prompt, which is something in your day that you can connect this habit to, like Velcro. Ensure that everything is set up for this new habit to succeed, then whenever it happens, be sure to celebrate. So again, you can go through this Sprout Stage videos again if you like, or if you feel like you've got a good handle on how to make a, a healthy, small habit that sticks, go ahead and just do that. And then last, you move into the Root Stage with your little habit. You ask God to help you deepen the habit so it becomes deep and meaningful and truly connecting your child and you to God. So let me give you some examples, two examples of how I've used this in my family. So last year I was reading another faith blogger who was talking about, oh, sorry, my slides were off. <laughs> last year I was reading another faith blogger who was talking about how she has her kids do their own Bible study every day. They journal and write and pray and do their own Bible study and I was just clobbered by the mom guilt monster because I wasn't making my kids have personal quiet time and I was therefore screwing them up for all eternity. As I sat in the bathroom having my little panic moment, God gently spoke to my heart. I remembered that my kids are young and we're not at that stage of faith development yet. But after I pushed off that mom guilt monster, God showed me that when we read the Bible together in the mornings, I could actually create a little habit of having them all look up the Bible verse with me instead of me just doing it. That way, I could slowly get them one step closer to taking responsibility for their own faith. So that was my why. I wanted them to take responsibility for their own faith. My obstacle was really just that it takes longer to help my kids look up the verses than it does to just do it myself. So my obstacle was me. That was the seed stage. Then I moved through the sprout stage. I decided that each kid would have their own Bible in the kitchen. Since we were already using the, used to reading the Bible in the mornings together, the new little habit was just to ask them to open their own Bibles and find the passage. I made sure it was easy to implement by storing three Bibles in the kitchen that my kids each knew which one was theirs. And over the past year, my kids have gotten much more biblically literate simply by opening their Bibles themselves. It seems obvious, but it was the right little step for us. To root this habit deeper and make it more meaningful, we spent a few weeks this spring watching the What's in the Bible with Buck Denver series of videos, which are really funny, and also gave them a really good overview of what's all in the Bible and where to find things and the timeline of the Bible. So let me give you another example. So earlier this year, I was being interviewed on Family Faith for a podcast, and the host asked me how to get kids to do their own devotions. 
As you know, my kids weren't doing this on their own, so I felt kind of cornered and a little guilty. And in fact, we actually ended up re-recording that half of the podcast. So I came to another crisis moment, but this time I was already aware that I could help my kids move into this more independent stage by using another little habit. My why is that I want my kids to grow a personal relationship with God, not one that's dependent on me. I want them to know how to pray and study the Bible on their own, but I didn't want them to just, I didn't want to just chuck a devotional book at them and say, go have your quiet time. My obstacle was that I didn't know how to do it without making it seem like a chore. So I prayed about it and God helped me figure out a little habit that would help my oldest son. So first we talked about why he should read the Bible on his own. Then together we figured out a good time. So our original plan was that he, when he finished brushing his teeth at night, he'd read a bit in the Bible. Now his cue has become me saying, hey, are you ready for me? And then he goes, oh yeah. <laughs> so when I come upstairs, the conversation itself has become a reward for him because if he doesn't read the Bible, he just gets a quick blessing and a kiss goodnight. So he doesn't get that time with me if we don't have something to talk about. So now that it's mostly a habit, I've been helping him take it a little bit deeper. So I just purchased him a journal a week ago and he just started using it. And I told him that he could write down uh, a question for God or a really short prayer, or he could write down one of the verses. So he's been doing that and enjoying it. So I believe this is really going to slowly but surely make you this into a meaningful rhythm for him that he can take throughout his life. So recently, a Hope Grown Faith member shared a Tanzanian proverb that says, little by little, a little becomes a lot. This is exactly how we parent with the long game in mind. We take it one little habit at a time, knowing that we are slowly maturing a deeply rooted faith that will grow fruit in God's timing. So to recap, when you find yourself stuck, pray through the Hope Grown Faith growth path again and see where God will lead you. So if you have questions, you know, if you've gotten to this point and there's still some questions or big struggles you're having, or you have like 20 ideas and you don't know where to start, please let me know. I'd love to do a personal coaching session with you. We could talk this through and do a little problem solving. I love that kind of stuff. So, um, and then if I find some common patterns, then I can create a new video to add into one of the other stages that can help others. So the last teaching in the flourish stage is about something called sacred pathways, which you may have already heard me talk about. Um, it's about basically deeply understanding your child's worship style. Just like we each have a preferred learning style and love language, we also lean towards specific worship styles. So that's the very last thing, because I think it's kind of something that when you know other things are not working, you've got to look at it and go, okay, is something about this worship style not connecting with my child? So we're going to talk about that next time and that'll be the last part of this training series. So make sure to pop over to the Golden Nugget link and type in one thing you want to remember from this lesson and I will see you in the Sacred Pathways video.